Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Welcome back to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. My name is Jason Roundtree, and I'm your host again today. I apologize for being a couple of days late. I got tangled up with some extra responsibilities last week, and this one got away from me. But I've had this study on my desk for a couple of weeks, and I'm really excited to talk about it. It talks about utilizing laser for canker sores. And just before I get into it, I know we spend a lot of time on this podcast, especially talking about using laser for some very serious medical conditions like neuropathy that affects patients' quality of life and fall risk, um, traumatic brain injury with cognition and mood stabilization, uh, sleep quality, addiction, and I mean just a lot, a lot of different really significant medical conditions that laser is a great option for a clinician to be able to utilize with a patient and see some really incredible results. But I think it's easy to lose focus on how beneficial laser can be in practice because I get a lot of questions all the time about, well, I want to get laser so that I can treat this condition, traumatic brain injury or um, osteoarthritis. And, and that's, that's fine. That's great to go ahead and have a target to start with. But once you have laser therapy in your office, I think it's easy as a clinician to almost forget all the different ways that laser therapy can be utilized to help all of your patients. And so when I saw this study, I thought, you know what, this is a great little break that we can take from these serious health conditions and from the the science of how laser therapy works. So let me go ahead and give you the title of this study. It is Photobiomodulation Therapy for the Management of Recurrent Aphthostomatitis in Children, Clinical Effectiveness and Parental Satisfaction. Now, this is an Italian study published in July of this year, July 2020, in a very Italian-named journal, which I will not attempt to pronounce for you, but it translates to oral medicine, oral pathology, and oral surgery. And, And let me clarify before I go any further that we're talking about using laser for canker sores, recurrent canker sores, not, not, not cold sores. Uh, these are the small, shallow, white sores that you can get inside the mouth, not on the lips, inside the mouth, and, and not just the one that shows up and then goes away, and that maybe happens once a year. No, we're actually talking about these recurrent multiple sores that in children can actually affect nutrition because it's painful to eat. It becomes painful to talk. So it can affect mood, nutrition, uh, dietary factors. And, and, you know, these are self-limiting. They do get better on their own, but it's a little bit stressful on the parents. It's not fun for the kids. And especially the third or fourth time an episode hits, it's kind of tiring. And so this is a little bit less of a... uh, serious condition than somebody who might be having to have their foot amputated because their diabetic wound isn't healing. This is a little bit lighter weight, but still, if we're talking about improving quality of life for some kids and parents, it's worth looking into. I think once we get done going through this, you'll have a little bit of a renewed interest in using your laser to help even minor conditions like this in practice. So before I go any further, there there are some options out there right now for these kind of self-limiting small ulcers, which 
includes things like um, topical anesthetics and uh, mouthwashes, all the way up to immunomodulating drugs. There's some herbal remedies out there too. Um, but when it starts interfering with eating, swallowing, and speaking, that just makes things a little bit more miserable. And children in particular are more prone to super infections and hypersalivation. Um, and if you've got a kid that's in school and they're dealing with this plus stress and they're dealing with these sores plus the daily stress and they're not feeling like eating, they're going to have a, a hard time concentrating, maybe a little bit more anxious even uh, in school, then it's worth going ahead and finding a good way to try and reduce the pain and shorten up this disease process. There's a lot of factors that can kick these off too. It can be immune system dysfunction, there's genetics, uh, al food allergens and food sensitivities, nutritional def deficiencies can do it, uh, hormonal shifts also, um, and then just straight up stress. And, and our kids these days have a lot of stress. Kids right now are going through so much. School isn't even a stable factor for them really anymore with schools that are shut down, schools have gone to partially online or all online, uh, maybe they've been quarantined a couple of times already. I mean, this is a stressful time for kids just as it is for parents and that can even produce more of these attacks of these small ulcerations in the mouth. It just adds to the burden that these, these kids have to go through. So the Italian researchers that, that wrote this paper said, okay, looking at some of the past research, we've seen uh, some research on this particular problem with different colors of laser, including blue light at 450 nanometers, visible red at 645 nanometers, but also infrared at 808 and 2940. Now, the biggest response in this previous study was seen to this visible red light at 645 nanometers. And so these researchers said, all right, let's take this visible red laser and see if we can't help with not only pain relief, but also the size of these ulcerations. And then also, you know, is it a tolerable procedure for the parents and the patients, the kids? So the researchers applied this visible red laser for three days in a row and assessed pain on day four and then a week and then a week and a half later using a 645 nanometer visible red laser at 100 milliwatts with a one centimeter square spot size, spent 30 seconds per spot with an energy density of 10 joules per centimeter squared, and it was continuous, it was not pulsed. Concurrently, they did a sham that was the same setup, just with the laser deactivated, so it would make the same sounds and everything. Um, pretty solid sham setup, so that they would be able to compare active treatment versus a placebo type effect of having this sham treatment done at the same time. And so when they evaluated the results, it was very clear that the group that received this red laser treatment got quite a bit better results on pain as well as the size of these ulcerations. They shrank up much more quickly in the group that had laser versus the group that had the sham treatment or the fake treatment. And I'll give you a quote from the article. They say, even if the exact mechanisms through which the laser induces pain relief are still not clear, it has been demonstrated that laser light has three main effects, analgesia, anti-inflammation, 
and promotion of wound healing. And when you're talking about these recurrent ulcerations inside the mouth, if you can get the pain down, you can get it to close up quicker, well, that is going to definitely increase quality of life for these patients. Again, this is not, you know, saving lives necessarily. This isn't, uh, you know, keeping somebody from being a cripple. But still, to these kids and their parents, it was important to get them feeling better. And when you have this tool in your office, you might as well be using it. I guarantee that if you look back over the last year, if you treat any kids at all, you've definitely had kids come through your practice that had this going on. They might not have talked to you about it, but if you know that laser can be a solution for this problem, well, you might start noticing more of those patients and being able to help them out. Just a couple of treatments can make a big difference. One of the criticisms, though, that I've seen in other papers about laser therapy is that it requires multiple treatments um, and that that's inconvenient and it raises the cost of the, of the total treatment value. Well, these researchers, these Italian researchers, looked at how problematic the treatments being done were for the parents, not just the patient, you know, the kid, but also for the parents. How inconvenient was it? Was it... Um, a problem? Were they dissatisfied with, with the length of time that the treatment took or having to come in three days in a row? And turns out they were very satisfied and really had no problems with coming in for those treatments, whether it was a sham treatment or a actual laser treatment. Again, this is just three treatments, three days in a row, that they saw very good results. In. And I mean, we're talking about very brief treatments. It does not take long to get those three to four, five, six different lesions inside the mouth with just 30 seconds a piece with red laser. So while laser is this great tool and it has so many different uses in practice, I would encourage you even on what we would maybe consider more minor problems, remember you've got a great tool in laser and you can use it to help people be better. We had a patient just the other day who just happened to mention it kind of offhand, oh I've got these, these little uh, canker sores coming up. This happens once every now and then that I get these sores and I just know the next week is just going to be terrible. And we said, well, hold up. Why don't you let us go ahead and do some laser treatment on there and see if we can help with the pain. And it was, she said, amazing. The pain went down almost immediately. Two days later, she had no, no ulcers in the mouth and she was so happy and she wasn't even here for that she was here to have us work on her neck pain and her arthritic changes going on in the neck but being able to include that treatment really helped her she was much more comfortable being on the phone the next day at work it was easier for her to eat and to converse and she was just really impressed and blown away at how quickly the laser addressed the pain so i would encourage you get a little bit creative with your laser treatment. Remember that it's a great tool and you can use it for many different things in practice. If you have questions about how to make sure you can do that well, what else you can use laser for, if you want protocols for these type of situations and conditions, please let me know. You can email us info at lasertherapyinstitute.org or hop over to the website and you can learn even more there, lasertherapyinstitute.org. And I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.